Hey everyone, this is Jennifer. And this is Paige, and this is Big Book Energy. Welcome back to our August episode of Big Book Energy, episode two of season four, Guilty Pleasure Reads. And we've got we've got quite a banger this month, I think, um, in my opinion. Uh, last month we did some spicy romance Ugh. that made Paige and myself very uncomfortable. And we are really going in the complete opposite direction this month. I think that would be fair to say. Yes. I don't think that there are any similarities at all in these two books. No. Like, literally none. <laughs> literally well, they, none. they are set in the United States. Okay. That's about it. But not That's full. This fair. one isn't, isn't even fully in the United States. It's not. It's not. And this mysterious book we are talking about is Area 51 by Bob Mayer. And now this name really threw me off because I kept on wanting to say John Mayer or Bob Moyers. Neither of those is the correct name. It's Bob Mayer. Which is funny because my book, yeah, my book does not say Bob Mayer. It says Robert Doherty. Yep. Which is one of many pen names that Bob Mayer uses, as I've learned from his Wikipedia page, which I had to consult before I bought the book because I bought the book, then thought I'd bought the wrong book because it was by a different person than Paige told me. And then I returned it on Amazon and then I bought it again later that day because I confirmed that it was in fact the same book. So Amazon was probably really confused. Um, Bought the Kindle book, returned the Kindle book, bought the Kindle book again. But yeah, quite a different direction than the kiss quotient i would have to say all part of my plan Paige is like how can i make this right <laughs> you're right i need to fix this we have gone so far off the road <laughs> how aliens. can i be comfortable a- once again <laughs> aliens is what i came up with this All right, here we go. So, we are now getting into ancient aliens the way that I like my ancient aliens. Clearly marked as science fiction. (laughs) For fuck's sake. Anyway, our story opens up with a journalist named Kelly who received a package from another journalist, which is her bestie, basically. Her friend tells her that he's about to go check out some shady shit that's going down at Area 51, and if you don't hear back from me, come fucking save me. Well, it turns out this friend actually gets abducted, but not by aliens. Nope, he's abducted by the government, taken to a facility where he is tortured and is only supposed to be released after he's pretty much insane so that no one believes his story. Because guess what? He did, in fact, see some shit while he was at Area 51. A flying saucer, to be exact. So he misses the rendezvous with Kelly, who goes all super spy to try and get him back. Then... We go to an Egyptologist named Peter, who is researching the Great Pyramid. Only he has found some inexplicable findings. One, the chamber that at one point held a sarcophagus is radioactive. And two, there are some mysterious writings that match others from around the world in there. Well, an experienced site worker tells him a story about how during World War II, the Nazis infiltrated the Great Pyramid, (laughs) took something out of the chamber, and then the Allies covered it up. So he's already off on a wild ride. (laughs) 
In the span of, like, five pages. <laughs> yeah. This thing, like, goes conspiracy theory real fast. So fast. So fast. So fast. Like, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll talk about this more later. But I was just like, first we have radioactive sarcophagus. Then we have Nazis. We've gone full Indiana Jones at this point, And it's, like, mm-hmm. page 20. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because he also talks about South America. That's where the other writings are. Yeah, The other writings are from (laughs) South America. Yeah, yeah. All right, so next up we have Mike Turcotte, who is recruited by a member of a group called the Magic 12, which is just a terrible name. Oh, it's so Uh, bad. It's it's so bad. Magic with a J. Magic 12. Anyway, (laughs) so he's recruited to infiltrate a group of Area 51 soldiers and figure out what the fuck is going on. Dude ends up on a mission as soon as he gets there to cover up another mission to fly a UFO around Nebraska. Only shit goes sideways when a Foo Fighter appears and takes out the helicopter. Okay, I did not know what Foo Fighters were, because I was like, oh, you mean the band. I did not know that that's what the band name was referencing. And so I was really confused. And I was like, "That's that's an actual thing. Mm-hmm. That, an actual that the military n- named it that. Yeah. Yeah. So yep. I was thinking music, but it's fine. It's it's fine. <laughs> Dave Grohl um, just appeared out of nowhere and took out a yeah, helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> he was just flying <laughs> and glowing. He threw his drumsticks um, at it and it just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. He threw his drumsticks at Mach 7, just destroyed mm. the helicopter, you know. Yeah. Dave Grohl is secretly Superman. Or maybe an evil Superman. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Potentially. Yeah. So, anyway. This part was... Well, all the parts are wild. This part, I was just like, why the fuck are they sending... These are all, like, elite special forces dudes, and they're spending their time killing cows to create, like, fake alien... I'm like, why? Why did they need to do that? Why couldn't they just, like, fly the saucer around... I don't. Anyway. They didn't. They didn't. I had questions. I had questions. That was never explained adequately to me. <laughs> they That's were like fair. lasering lasering steaks out of the cows to look like cow yeah. mutilation. Yes. Yeah. This book's wild, man. Wild. <laughs> anyway, I've interrupted our summary. <laughs> All right. So our last main protagonist for this book is Werner von Sickett, I think. Dude's like... I was, Super German. In my head, I was pronouncing it Sikt, but, like, I don't know. I It's German. That's, we can call him Werner. That's probably better. Werner. Von okay, we're going to call him Werner. Werner von Sikt. And if you couldn't tell by his name, the word protagonist should be used loosely Lightly. when talking about this dude. Yeah. I was like, don't make me sympathize or no. empathize with a Nazi. Don't. Because he don't is, in fact a former Nazi SS scientist that was brought yep. over to the U.S. because he was one of the dudes that infiltrated the pyramid back in World War II that Peter heard about. And in fact, he's something of a radiology specialist. So he's the one who took the thing out of the pyramid, which we later find out is a fucking bomb that the U.S. reverse engineers and then creates the nukes that we drop on Japan out of. Well, Werner is also a member of the Magic 12, but one who is opposed to the main mission that the head of the group is trying to pull off, which is turn on a mothership that the U.S. has in its possession at Area 51. That's the big secret Mm -hmm. at Area 51. It's a gigantic fucking hangar 
with a mothership it's in not, it. It's not even really the flying saucers. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the, the mothership. mothership. Yeah. Which apparently is just a big-ass rectangular prism. I yeah, guess. It's, it's, it's like it's, it's huge. like just a big rectangle. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's super cool. So, Werner's argument is we know absolutely nothing about how it works, so turning it on could have disastrous consequences. We should probably study it more before we attempt anything that could potentially fuck over the world, which, quite frankly, is probably the most logical argument in this entire yeah. book. Yeah. He was he was speaking the words of truth. This time the around. The Nazi. I was the, like... Yeah. When the I, Nazi is your voice of conscience, like, you've done something horribly wrong. Voice of conscience, voice of reason. I'm like, what is happening? What? <laughs> is this yeah and so our protagonists come together after the failed mission with a helicopter turcott is being sent to the hospital on the same plane with a verner who we find out is terminally ill but a man radiation probably but a man from the magic 12 tries to kill him turcott saves him guns blazing and they run out of the hospital where kelly is sitting in a car spying on them and then comes to their rescue so they get the fuck out of there and they go to a safe house. Well, after learning that Werner was related to the Nazi stealing shit from the Great Pyramid, Peter calls him up wanting to talk about the ancient languages, so he meets up with the group too. I was I was very interested how they were gonna connect Egypt with Las Vegas, but there there it was. Piece of cake. Piece of cake. The Magic 12 basically follows them around for a bit, but they escape because Turcot's a badass with a gun, and they go to a facility yes, in was that Dolce? Dolce, yeah. New Mexico. Dolce, New Mexico, where both Johnny and some important... I'm sorry, Johnny is Kelly's reporter friend who went missing. Yes. And some important tablets with more ancient writing on them are located. Cue another badass infiltration scene where they pull Johnny out of some coffin-like object where they've been doing experiments on him and find a piece of ancient writing from Easter Island. Let's be honest, you knew Easter Island was popping up in here somewhere. I can't be disappointed. Right? So this writing helps Peter decode a message from our ancient aliens that basically said, whatever you do, don't turn on the mothership. So Turcot gets everyone else to an escape route with instructions to meet him in a state park and then goes rogue for a bit. He basically goes further into the facility where he finds a mini pyramid, which we later find out is an alien supercomputer that has somehow taken control of the head of the Magic 12 and is the thing that is driving this push to turn on the mothership. I was How? wondering why Gullick was such an asshole. Yeah. Yeah, he really... Yeah, yeah the general's a real dickhead, but, like... Yeah. How does that computer yeah, take over him? I have no uh, idea. Yeah, so, sorry. General Gullick is, is the head of Magic 12, and I was just like, wow, this guy's a total douche. Like, yeah, evil, yeah. mean person. And then you're like, oh, he's being controlled by a supercomputer. And then I'm like, that was not adequately adequately explained. How, it was how not that adequately happened. explained. <laughs> I don't remember maybe, if that comes hey, up in the later books. But I was going to say, maybe that comes up in later books. I don't know. Maybe, you know? Prob- probably. Probably. Pro- I would imagine. Anyway. Anyway. Okay, so our gang meets back up, trying to take care of Johnny, who is unfortunately completely broken with reality and ends up killing himself. So now they basically decide that the only thing they can do is infiltrate Area 51 and stop the mothership launch. So they split up. Turcott goes full army ranger through the desert solo to take out the engineering corps and steal a flying saucer. The other three go to find all the people who hang out around Area 51 and convince them to form a convoy and just do donuts inside the perimeter to keep security busy, basically. 
They also put in a call to the person on the Magic 12 who ordered Turcott to spy on the Magic 12. Now, her name is Dr. Lisa Duncan, and she's the president's appointee on the Magic 12, so the liaison, essentially. While the others in the Magic 12 have kept her out of the loop because they think she's a plant, which she is, but our little gang gets her partially caught up on what's going on and tell her to meet them at Area 51. So she commandeers a Black Hawk helicopter and a badass pilot, and they basically storm Area 51 despite (laughs) the fact that people are launching fucking missiles at them. And just for the record, the pilot is, like, the best person in this entire book. She was, like, amazing. So Duncan gets there just as Turcot comes around in his stolen flying saucer, picks up Duncan and the gang, and then blows the hatch on the mothership's hangar. But before they can do anything else, something takes control of the flying saucer. Turns out there's another alien supercomputer on, of course, Easter Island. Easter Island! <laughs> So they go there because they don't really have a fucking choice and uh, just have a meeting with the supercomputer, which fills them in on some details. Basically, a group of aliens came here as sort of a scientific outpost, but that same group was in a war with another group of aliens and they were getting their asses kicked. So they shut down all of their tech, destroyed their outpost, which was Atlantis, by the way. Of course. Yeah, we haven't mentioned Atlantis yet, but it is mentioned from the very beginning. (laughs) So yeah, it is like everyone's like, clearly there are aliens and Atlantis was a thing. And you're just like, yes, okay. (laughs) Like, oh, okay. But it is. In this world, Atlantis is the outpost that they just hang out on. So they... They destroy Atlantis and they go silent so that the enemy can't find them and also destroy the Earth. But there's a rebel group within the aliens here who just wanted to go home. And to do that, they obviously needed the mothership. So the two supercomputers were competing factions. One desperately trying to get home, even if that meant Earth gets destroyed by the enemy. And the group who is sacrificing any hope of going home in order to protect the Earth. Guess which supercomputer belongs to which group? (laughs) Well, this book ends with Easter Island computer nuking the fuck out of the New Mexico computer, and a bunch of politicians are now aware of the alien tech because they were fucking zooming all over the place during all of the shit that was going down, and the surviving computer gets a power boost from those helpful politicians. So it promptly sends a message to outer space that says, come get us. And it ends with, things were listening. And that's Uh... the end of the book. (laughs) The next book is titled Area 51, The Reply, by the way. And there are 13 books in this series. And I looked them up because I was like, 13? That doesn't sound right. That's because he's been publishing in the last couple of years. The newest book came out last year. Wow. So is he still publishing in this series? Like, is it done? Is it finished? Yeah. Or- no. Well, I have no idea if that's the last book in this series. The last thing I knew was... Uh, Nosferatu or something like that which was only book like eight. <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> so you're behind I am and you're gonna very have to do behind some major catching up <laughs> and I'm kind of delighted to find out that I'm so far behind <laughs> I am just like okay so we've already gotten area 51 mm-hmm. great pyramids of Egypt mm-hmm. uh, Atlantis mm-hmm. like this other language that's present across the entire globe, including South America, in mm-hmm. those pyramids as well. Supercomputers on Easter Island, in addition to New Mexico. I'm like, how did he write 13 books? 
there's already so many ideas in this book. I'm like, how? I'm impressed. I oh. I have to say I'm impressed. We can talk about that and why I started reading these books when we get to the discussion question, because I have answers for you. Okay. All right. Well, I think that wraps up uh, our discussion questions. Then. I think it does, too. That's Area 51 by yeah. Bob Mayer. Not John Mayer. Not Bob Moyers. Bob Mayer. <laughs> I don't know why that name was giving me such a hard time, but dear listeners, thank you for listening to another episode of season four, Guilty Pleasure Reads. We enjoyed it. If you'd like to keep up with the podcast, you can always follow us on social media. We have Instagram and Twitter, both of them at big underscore book underscore energy. You are more than welcome to send us a message with what your Guilty Pleasure Reads are. I may read them this season. Um, if you want to read a couple of Nebula <laughs> nominee reviews, uh, we have fallen behind. We have fallen behind. Perhaps we will catch up soon. But that is where all of our book reviews are and, of course, all of our relevant links. And finally, if you'd like to support the podcast and get an awesome, fun junk food read book at the same time, you can head on over to our bookshop store. That's bookshop.org slash shop slash energy you get an awesome book you support us and you support independent booksellers all at the same time and we also have a patreon account if you'd like to support us that way if you are not a member of either our ninja or mage tiers then you will be on short episode and this is another one where you're gonna want the longer episode so head on over yeah yeah the guilty pleasures they're they're trying not to be fun so head on over to patreon.com slash bigbookenergy and sign up for whichever tier suits you best all right guys thank you for listening and we will see you back here next time bye bye Have you read any other sci-fi series? No. Uh-uh. Oh my goodness. Stop. No. Your dad is still asleep. Shut up. Shush. <laughs> what does she want? Really? My undivided attention. Oh, okay. I mean, you can stare into her eyes while we record the rest of this podcast, and that would be fine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Let's throw a ball. See if that helps.